Alright, good evening and welcome to worship at the cathedral. We're so glad you're here with us this beautiful, beautiful Sunday evening. Uh, the Bible says it's a good thing to give praise to the Lord. The Bible says it's a good thing to worship the Lord. And, and that's what we're going to do. So it doesn't matter where you are right now, please sing along with us. Feel free to lift up your hands. Feel free to stand up where you are and, and sing these few songs with us. And, um, and we do the small thing at our service where we ask people to come out of their pews and go meet each other. But since we can't do that, if you're watching this, please just drop us uh, a hi down below. Alright, let's sing a few songs, let's worship. Alright, come on, let's sing this one together. I was buried beneath my shame And who could carry that kind away? It was my tomb Till I met you I was breathing but not alive And all my failures I tried to hide It was my tomb Till I met you Open. 
Father, I thank you for this beautiful evening, O oh Lord, where we can where we can sing your praise, O oh Lord, where we can lift up our voices to you, O oh Father. Each new day, O oh Lord, you give us a new blessing, O oh Lord. Each day, O oh Lord, you give us a new reason to praise you, O oh Father. And Father, I thank you for your love, O oh Lord. I thank you for your grace, your mercy. That is so lavish, O oh Father. I thank you for loving us for who we are.
me sing it one more time with fun voice. Who's this is my story? And this is my song. Praising my Savior. story, this is our song. Just a week ago we celebrated the wonderful day of Easter, the day that our glorious Lord raised from the dead. The power that message holds is so immense. And when you truly grasp hold of it, it's and you realize what Paul says when he writes, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God. I pray that in this time of uncertainty, find yourself in who he is and what he's done for you. It's a love so amazing, love so divine.
God is good all the time and all the time God is good hallelujah good evening everyone what a joy for us that we can connect uh, with you through this uh, online technology even though the church is uh, as building it's closed but you and I are the living church of God amen uh, and it's always my joy to share God's word uh, with you all so I hope 
you all know that we are doing a series and uh, the series is be anxious for nothing you heard me right be anxious for nothing uh, especially for such a time as this if we see during this lockdown uh, there it is such an appropriate from the uh, word from the lord because in this situation nobody knows uh, what's going to happen next nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow even uh, we don't know when will we get to normal everyone has their own questions everyone has their own questions on anxiety uh, some questions uh, how we are going to pay our emis how we are going to pay house rent school fees for the kids you know everyone is in distress in this chaotic situation but i want to tell you that though even though we are going through this pandemic god is still on the throne yes hallelujah god is still on the throne especially we when we talk on anxiety from a scientific perspective we see five types of anxiety that uh, usually people face so just for the info i just want to share it five types of anxiety that people face first is generalized anxiety disorder obsessive compulsive disorder panic disorder post traumatic stress disorder social phobia or social anxiety disorder so these are five types of anxiety that science proves that people go through and all these disorders science has own set of rules to deal with it but this evening we are going to learn how to deal with anxiety uh, not from the science but holistic not from the psychology but holistic not from the world's view but holistic uh, this evening we will see how believers go through anxiety and how do believers deal with it yes you and i how how do we deal with anxiety so the series is as i have told you the series that we are doing be anxious for nothing and the topic for today is the perspective of praise the perspective of praise you know personally i am very much excited because this is something that's in my heart uh, i love I, i love to praise and worship the lord uh, that is something fuel of my life when i whenever i am down whenever i feel low uh, i praise the lord because jesus says in matthew chapter 11 verses 28 and he says come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest you know when we are burdened when we are full of anxiety we don't have to look here and there we don't have have to look uh, anywhere in the world but the moment we see the moment we set our eyes upon jesus oh he gives us rest but this uh, evening we are going to see what paul says in the epistle of philippians chapter 4 verses 4 he says rejoice in the lord always i will say it again rejoice oh yes rejoice in the lord always i will say it again rejoice now you might be thinking it's a very good uh, verse for a coffee mug it's a very good verse for a keychain a good verse to put a wallpaper in a laptop a very good verse to frame and put in your uh, living room and you might be thinking uh, this is a situation that you don't even understand what we are going through this pandemic but uh, how can you say rejoice and you might be thinking we all know this verse we have been studying this verse from from childhood and we all know it and i don't think so that it's a time of rejoice it's not a good time to be happy you don't know what i'm going through you don't know that uh, what my family is going through you might be thinking i am on an edge of losing my job i just lost my salary hike 
you don't know that I'm struggling with such a disease and the doctor has asked me to take medicine for life. Now, maybe these are the anxieties or these are the questions that you are facing today. Now, you might be saying, how can you say rejoice? I understand that you have a lot of questions in your mind running this evening. And you might say, oh yes, scripture says, but our time today, just now, this second is different. And that situation was different when Paul uh, wrote this epistle. You might be thinking that way. Uh, you might be thinking that maybe Paul was at a wedding party. Maybe Paul was uh, at his birthday. And that's why he's telling people to rejoice. And I say it again, rejoice. But my dear people, I want to draw your attention towards the real context of the passage. You know, when we read Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, uh, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. You know, when Paul is writing this verse, he is not enjoying his life. He is not at a wedding party, but he is chained as a prisoner in the jail. Yes, you heard me right. When Paul is writing these words, he is chained as a prisoner in the jail. Now, how because when we read, uh, just, just flip one page back and you, when, when you read in Philippians chapter uh, 1, verse 12 and 13, Paul says in the same epistles, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Just imagine in chapter 1, he is telling us, he is telling uh, the church of Philippians that he is chained in the prison. For whom? For Christ. And in chapter 4, verse 4, he is telling, rejoice in the Lord. And I say it again, rejoice. You know, he is telling and he is giving stress on this uh, particular verse, like your boss like your mom like your teacher like like your mom especially because whenever especially during this lockdown when your mom tells you to do the dishes she will say hey i want you to get this job done you heard me i am telling you that you have to do this job you know he's telling like your mom that rejoice in the lord always and i say it again rejoice now during his lockdown he's writing it and see the irony, see, see, see the situation. We are getting this message during our lockdown. He wrote in his lockdown and we are getting in a, during our lockdown. Now the question is, how could Paul rejoice when he is locked up? How could he rejoice that when he is chained as a prisoner in the prison? You know, the answer is perspective. It's all about perspective because today's uh, topic is the perspective of praise. Now, perspective simply means how do you see something? How do you see something? It's a uh, same root word in Latin, uh, word perceive. That means look through, look at the situation through. Uh, in simple words, if we see, how do we look at a particular situation? The question is, do we look at the situation from the perspective of fear and anxiety? Or do we look a situation from the perspective of praise? Same situation, but two different perspective. Yes, same situation, but two different perspective. You know, in our life, in a believer, uh, believer's life, the perspective matters. For Paul, his goal or his mission was to reach Rome. 
and to preach the gospel because he knew it was a place of commerce or in simple words it was such an influential place from where the gospel could easily spread so that was his mission that was his life's goal and if we look in the life of paul during his lockdown when he is chained as a prisoner and he is writing these words uh, rejoice in the lord and i say it again rejoice if we look at his perspective the perspective from the perspective of pain we see that his dreams are over he is stuck over there he can't sleep he can't breathe that's the perspective of pain but the way paul is looking at the situation he is looking from a perspective of praise for him it doesn't matter that he was arrested for him it it doesn't matter that he was chained for him it doesn't matter uh, for him he was not tempted to think bad and you know what uh, this is not the first time when paul is in prison yes this is not the first time when paul is in prison remember when when paul was in prison for the first time with silas yes in acts chapter 16 and i would like to read it for you acts chapter 16 verses 20 onwards it says when they appeared before the roman soldiers and magistrates the slave owners leveled uh, accusations against them saying these jews are troublemakers they are throwing a city into confusion they are pushing their jewish religion down our throats it's wrong and unlawful for them to promote these jewish ways for we are romans living in a roman colony a great crowd gathered and all the people joined in to come against them the roman officials ordered that paul and silas be stripped of their garments and beaten with rods on their bare backs can you just imagine they don't have even clothes because all they they both have them uh, they both uh, have been stripped and they don't have clothes on their backs was 23 it says after they were severely beaten they were thrown into a prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them securely so the jailer placed them in the innermost cell of the prison and had their feet bound and chained so that was not the first time when he was chained as a prisoner we see even in the book of acts chapter 16 that this uh, this time paul was also chained as a prisoner not alone but with silas and i want you to remember the time when god took out israelites from the bondage of egypt and god showed mercy upon them but many times even in the wilderness those people those israelites they made their own gods and they started worshiping them and not only that in the mo- in uh, in that situation they also grumbled against god i just want to draw your attention uh, towards the two stories uh, in exodus chapter 14 verse 10 Uh, when they were about to cross the red sea and it says as pharaoh approached the israelites uh, looked upon looked up and saw the egyptians marching after them and they were terrified and cried out to the lord verse 11 says they said to moses was it because there were no graves in egypt that you brought us into the wilderness to die what have you done to us by bringing us out of egypt that was the first time they did not know what god was about to do they did not know what god was about to do god was about to part the red sea think god has taken them out of the slavery but this time they are telling moses and they are grumbling against god and after two chapters even in exodus after two two chapters in chapter 16 verses 2 uh, when uh, they wanted to have some non veg at that time and there in the desert chapter 16 verse 2 it says and there in the desert they all grumbled against moses and aaron if only we had died by the lord's hand in the land of egypt they said 
there were there we sat by pots of meat and ate our fill of bread and you have brought us into this desert to starve this whole assembly to death and after that we see uh, even though they grumbled against god god gave them manna to eat now what i want to uh, what i want to challenge you is that perspective really matters in our life see at the time of egyptians at the time of israelites when they were taken out of the slavery their perspective was that they wanted everything to be on a good side if we see according to the perspective perspective of paul he is chained he is chained and we we saw in the acts chapter 16 that uh, paul and silas they have been uh, beaten up their their clothes have been taken away just think i want you to imagine the situation they have been beaten to blue they don't have clothes on their body but in acts chapter 16 verse 25 says it's a beautiful verse which says paul and silas undaunted prayed in the middle of night and sang songs praise to god while all the other prisoners listened to their worship yes that was the perspective of paul perspective of praise and you know the moment they were worshiping the lord the moment they were praising the lord and the other prisoners were also listening to them here comes the climax in verse 26 suddenly a great earthquake shook the foundations of the prison all at once every prison door flung open and the chains of all the prisoners came loose startled the jailer awoke saw every cell door and standing open assuming that all the prisoners has escaped he drew his sword and he was about to kill himself when paul shouted in the darkness stop don't hurt yourself we are still there see what happened what was the climax the moment they were worshiping the lord the moment they were just praising out to the lord my dear people miracles come out of the painful places yes miracles come out of the painful situation my dear people miracles come out of painful situations and painful places because by worrying or by uh, getting the anxiety or uh, being anxious we cannot benefit ourselves because matthew chapter 6 verse 27 says and who of you i'm reading from amplified version and it says who of you by worrying or being anxious can add one unit of measure to his stature or to the span of his life we cannot even increase we cannot even add to the span of our life by uh, life by being anxious now i want to tell you what happens when we are anxious what science says what will happen when we are anxious a person will have high blood pressure this higher blood pressure put on extra strain on your heart and blood vessels over time this heart strain increases your risk of the heart attack and stroke his blood pressure or bp can also cause heart and kidney disease this is what happens when we are so much anxious when we are full of anxiety you know in chapter 16 verses 25 in the book of acts paul and silas undaunted prayed in the middle of the night and they were singing songs and praises to god and all the other prisoners were were also listening to to their praises and suddenly we see that the earthquake takes place you know in our life when we praise the lord in our chaotic situation during this pandemic situation if we focus on the positive during the negative situation i'm telling you earthquake in our life will also happen see what what all things happen earthquake took place foundations of the prison were shaken up doors flung up and the chains of all the prisoners came loose yes hallelujah you know earthquake 
even in our life, something will happen. When we praise the Lord, something will happen. Your praise will definitely bring some stirring or bustling during the time of your anxiety. The moment you will choose to praise and worship Him, forgetting the current or the negative situation, definitely God will bring a stirring in your stuck life because He wants you to get unstuck from your stuck life. Foundations of the prison were shaken up. This is what happens even in our life too. Yes, in your life, when you praise the Lord, you know, it will bring a shakening in your stuck life. Many people are still in the bondage of their anxiety. Many people, they are still in the bondage of their past life. Many people are still in the bondage of their secret life, bondage of their thoughts, etc., etc., etc. And God will break the foundations of the prison and he will definitely shake up your life. He want to enter you because we saw over there, uh, this is what the word says, door flung open. You know, our praise makes a way for him to enter into our lives because he is a way maker. He goes before us. And if, he, if we want him to go before us, we have to allow him to enter into our lives. Hallelujah. How can we allow him to enter in our lives? By praise by worshiping the Lord. You know, we have to allow him to enter in our chaotic situation. We cannot do it alone. He's a way maker and he wants to make a way where there is no way. Because in Revelation chapter 3 verse 20 says, listen, Jesus is telling these words. Listen, I'm standing and knocking at your door. And if you hear uh, my voice and open the door, I will come in and I will eat with you together. Yes, this is what he wants from our lives. And even in the book of Acts, we saw the chains of all the prisoners came loose. When he enters, he breaks all the chains, not chain, but chains of all the prisoners. You know, your perspective of praise. Yes, your perspective of praise not only, uh, not, will, not only will loosen up your personal chains, but people around you, people whom uh, you are surrounded with. You know, the blessing that you will receive in your life you are going to be a blessing for other people also. Because over there, uh, if, if I read the exact words in chapter uh, 16, verse 25, when they sang songs of praises to God, while the other prisoners listened to their worship. You know, the best part is that other prisoners were also listening to their praise and worship. Not only you will receive, but people around you will also receive the miracle that you are getting. You know, you are going to be a blessing for them too. And there's a beautiful song, which we all know that break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus, break every chain. It is Jesus who can break all the chain of anxiety through our praise and worship. The moment we praise, he comes in our lives, he enters in our situation, doesn't matter what you are going through. Oh, I'm telling you, he will break all the chain. And the, the way Psalmist write that I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. It doesn't matter, I'm worried. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and his court with praise even though I'm running out of the money. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise even though I'm struggling with chronic disease. And there's a beautiful song which says, even in the darkest hour, through the sorrow and the pains, I will praise. I will sing, I will praise, yes. It's, it's a beautiful song of uh, Pastor Don Moen and he sings in such a way, even in the darkest hour, through the sorrows and the pains, I will sing and I will praise. To one thing that I want you to remember that we always have to praise before the provision. There are times we, we praise 
after we get the provision. One thing that I want all of us to understand that we always have to praise before the provision. Yes, sometimes we pray uh, or we praise after the provision comes. But let's change the perspective of our life through the perspective of praise, which, which says that we uh, don't have to wait for the provision, but we have to praise before the provision comes. You know why this story matters so much to me? Why the story, story of Paul matters so much to me? Because he wrote these words rejoice in the lord and i say it again rejoice when he was in prison it was easy uh, for him to condemn it was easy for him to uh, blame god and it was easy for him just just imagine his situation he has been beaten to blue and it was easy for him to condemn god that god i'm working so much for you i want your name to be spread around the world and you are not coming into my situation and i'm in prison but he chose to worship the Lord. Yes, his perspective during his negative situation was to praise. And this evening, God, God's, word, God's word is telling us to change our perspective, the way we see things through. I want to tell you one thing that always look for positive in your negative situation. Yes, the moment we look positive in our negative negative situation, our situation, the way we think, the way we process our, uh, our thoughts, everything will change. You know, praise him in faith. Yes, we have to praise him in faith. Now you might, must be thinking, what does it mean to praise him in faith? What is the definition of faith according to the Bible? When we read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, Now faith is, a, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I just love the uh, TPT version, the Passion Translation. It says, Now faith brings our hope into the reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Yes. What is still unseen? We don't know what's, what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next year. But we have to praise Him by the faith. Hallelujah. I, uh, I really like this line. Someone has said uh, like this, that God doesn't dwell in complaints, but He dwells in praise. God doesn't dwell in complaints, but He dwells in praise. Today, God is looking for a heart who can praise in the midst of the chaotic situation. God is looking for a heart who can just go and worship Him in spirit and in truth. So at last, I, I just want to close uh, by uh, sharing you uh, with the movie. Uh, uh, I hope that you must have watched Facing the Giants. And in that, uh, in that movie, one thing that really touched my heart, and it was uh, the coach of the team said, that whether we win or lose, we will praise the Lord. Yes, we have to praise the Lord. Uh, doesn't matter we win or we lose. God is always on the throne. You know, uh, some closing lines. I just want to share it with you. A heart of gratitude leaves no room for complaining. For it is impossible to be truly thankful and filled with negativity and ungratefulness at the same time. Yes, it makes the enemy flee. A grateful heart, a praising heart makes the enemy flee. The forces of darkness cannot stand to be around hearts that give thanks and honor to God. Our praise and thanksgiving make them flee. It opens the door for continued blessings. It invites God's presence. Our spirit are refreshed and renewed to God. You know, God loves to give good uh, gifts to his children. He delights in a thankful heart and pour out his spirit who prays and worship him. And he shows favors 
upon them who give honor and gratitude to them. So this evening, I want to encourage you, change your perspective. I don't know what your situation you are going through. Maybe you are full of anxiety. You must be thinking what's going to happen next. But the moment you change your perspective uh, from the perspective of pain and anxiety to the perspective of praise, I am telling you, I'm assuring you from the word of the Lord, your perspective and even your life, your situation, your thought process, everything will change. Because God does not dwell in complaints. God dwells in praises. Change your perspective. Get it right. Get to the perspective of praise. God bless you and have a wonderful week ahead. God bless you.